The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. are now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, health heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, health heroes? Tim James here. Welcome to another episode of the Health Hero Show. I'm so excited to share this episode with you. This episode was actually supposed to be the first episode and it just never happened. And today it's happening and I'm very excited about it. So uh, for those of you that have been listening and tuning in for a while, um, you probably listened to episode number one, which was the story behind the Health Hero Show, which is where I interviewed Dr. Scott Treadway, my formulator, and how Chemical Free Body got started and how I do my coaching. And, and we have our talks, you know, naturally occurring, uh, detoxing and nutritional supplements, all that. And then Dr. Treadway's backstory, it's amazing. If you haven't listened to it yet, go check out episode one. But this is actually the story behind the story. This was the very beginning of everything, the impetus. So this, I got to interview my, my good friend, Charles Arnell, who was diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia. This is a blood cancer, um, supposedly at the time, uh, incurable. And um, not only did it freak him out, but it freaked me out, it freaked out his wife, his kid, and everybody else around him. And um, it was it was a scary deal back then because back then I had zero clue on health. I mean, I was a mess, as most of you know. I was um, acid indigestion. I was bleeding rectally. I had to have an organ removed. I was fatigued. I wasn't sleeping well. I gained almost forty pounds of excess fat on my body, and um, I, I was a mess. So that was me ten years ago. Had no clue on health. I thought I was healthy, but I wasn't and um, had my head buried in the sand. So thank God, literally, Charles got his cancer because not only did it wake him up, but it was able to wake me up because I was we were so close. So we had actually known each other for, for quite some time. Um, I was in the mortgage industry prior to being in the financial services industry as a financial advisor and a lot, licensed stockbroker and insurance agent. And um, Charles owned a company and I ended up working for Charles after I left the first company that I worked at in the mortgage industry. And, um, you know, we just started hanging out. We became friends. Um, I became one of the top producers in his company and he was a top producer himself. And we just started hanging out and having fun and doing a lot of fun stuff and as friends do and traveling and, and um, you know, we actually bought a, a, a jet ski together at one time, a, a really cool one that went like 72 miles an hour. And, and um, we had a lot of fun on that, wake surfing and wakeboarding and did all kinds of stuff. So, you know, the things that friends do, we, you know, guys, we hang out and, you know, women hang out too with their friends. We like our friends and it's really important. You get these people become your family, right? And um, when you hear something like this, when somebody in your family or your closest friends that are your family get diagnosed with this incurable cancer and you have no clue on health, you're like a deer in the headlights as well, just like them. You know, he was shocked. I was shocked. Everybody was shocked, like I said. And um, thank God uh, his wife actually had actually been to the Hippocrates Health Institute a long time ago and she knew about all this stuff. And she was actually living the lifestyle and she wasn't aging like everybody else and she looked good and actually was able to have a child at, um, at age 49, which is their son now, Charlie, 
um, who's graduating college this year, I believe. So anyway, it's just a really cool backstory um, of just a couple regular guys. Um, my buddy gets cancer. He asked me to go with him to the Institute. We go there and that's where the education began. We started learning things, guys, that um, they're just not teaching us in school. Our moms and dads don't know. Um, most, you know, there's a lot of people in the health field that they don't know, even dietitians and nutritionists and doctors, um, nurses that are just not privy to this information. It's not being taught to them. So this basically Hippocrates Health Institute is actually a school. It's a school. And when you go there, not only are they helping you to change your diet and your lifestyle and they educate you on harmful toxins and things like toothpaste and shampoos and deodorants and all these types of things and how to replace those to naturally occurring things. But they're also educating you on, um, you know, um, you know, how to live your life, how to, you know, follow your highest excitement, how to make sure that your relationships are working because your relationship isn't working. That can cause stress, right? And stress is not good for health. Um, if you're in a job that you don't like, that can create a lot of stress and finding something that you do like, finding a career you like. A lot of people are stressed out financially. Um, there's just so many stressors. So they actually teach you how to really live a healthy way in a crazy world. In fact, at one of the classes, actually, I remember um, one of the people there was like, hey, how am I supposed to go live this crazy new lifestyle back in the real world? Like it's easy here when you guys just hand us all this stuff, but how am I going to do this back home? And I'll, I'll never forget what I just said was the doctor said, you have to reframe that. You have to understand that you are living the right way, the healthy way in a crazy world. So it's not like, you know, um, we're, it, it's crazy to want to eat things that don't have toxins in them, to not to want to put things with toxic chemicals that are in your toothpaste and your shampoos and your deodorant. I mean, it doesn't even make sense. That is like common sense, but we have to relearn that because we just don't know. I had no clue. So I learned all these things like, you know, sodium lauryl sulfate is in your shampoo or in your shampoo. And that's like a, you know, a toxin, right? And that's a carcinogen that causes cancer. Well, guess what? I got home whoop, right in my freaking shampoo, sodium lauryl sulfate, first degree. I'm like, damn, I had no idea. My toothpaste. He's like, check your toothpaste. Does it have fluoride in it? Does it say harmful if swallowed? If so, why are you putting that in your mouth? Aren't you swallowing a little bit of it every time you brush your teeth? The answer is yes. So if you have to call the freaking contact the poison control center when you're eating toothpaste, why would you put it in your mouth at all? I mean, it makes no sense, but I never thought about this stuff until it was somebody just put it in front of me. And I went home, sure enough, fluoride in my toothpaste. And then I found out I had chlorine in my water and then I had to get a water purification system. And then all these things. And then I found out that my clothing, my clothing was also toxic because it wasn't natural fibers. Most of my clothes when I went home, polyester, 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 nylons, all these things, all synthetics that come from crude oil that are manufactured with over 3,000 chemicals. And these synthetics are off-gassing into my body chemicals. I'm like, what? How does a shirt off-gas chemicals into your body? How can that even be possible? Well, they demonstrate and they teach you these types of things and they break it down on a scientific level as well for you engineers and scientists out there so that everybody can understand it. Like for me, I'm just like, I don't want to put that stuff in my body. So I've, you know, slowly transitioned um, off of, you know, synthetic fake basically clothes and now I wear natural fiber clothing again. You know, things like 100% organic cotton and, 
linens and silk and um, you know wools and, uh, and and bamboo and stuff like this. So there's there's always a, a good option. And remember, it wasn't too long ago that synthetics didn't even exist. There wasn't any of this stuff. There wasn't any synthetics. There wasn't any chemicals. Everything was just raw, living, natural. This is why everybody's gotten so sick today, and this is why my friend ended up with cancer. Actually, chronic lymphocytic leukemia was pointed out to us that that is a chemical, and a lot of times people pick this chemical up that had worked in a plywood plant. So, um, and I remember the doctor asking Charles, like, did you ever work in a plywood plant? He's like, yeah, I think I did that out of college. He's like, oh, well, you probably picked it up there. Some people can work there for two weeks and get it. Some people can work there for 20 years and it not bother them. It just depends on you. So it's like, wow, we learn all these things and these toxic chemicals. It's a school. And that's what we did. Charles and I went to school. We got re-educated on how to live a healthful way in a crazy freaking world. And um, we were able to bring that back, implement it. And um, you guys will see the story. Uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll get right to it here in just a moment. But it was just, you know, I, I just kind of take it as like no big deal because I've just been in it and living it. But again, all the response that we've been getting from people um, since I've been able to, and I have this, my own podcast, but I've been getting on a lot of other podcasts, sharing the story. And so many people have called in, written in that are like, man, you're in story with your buddy Charles that really inspired me to freaking change my health and to improve my relationship and improve my finances and all this other stuff. And it's just been so rewarding. So I'm like, wow, Charles, we got to get that original interview done. I know you're busy and I'm busy, but we got to do it. And we, we met in the studio. So I hope you guys really enjoy um, this episode where two friends uh, reconnect um, that have gone through um, hell and back and came out triumphant. And Charles now 10 years later is living cancer free, following his highest excitement, playing guitar. He actually even started um, a, a band, you know, and he'd been playing little bit of guitar in college and just never got back to it and and then you know after he healed himself of cancer he is just just living life he's getting things done he's playing the guitar he's starting new businesses he's he's growing so this is a story from a man that went from bankruptcy and cancer diagnosis deer in the headlights to relearning how to live transforming his life beating cancer uh, making uh, becoming financially abundant again uh, and doing things like playing the guitar and starting a band, things that he never thought he could actually do. He never thought he was going to get to that point, and he did it. And I hope that this uh, message um, inspires you wherever you're at and any struggles that you're dealing with to understand that you hold all the cards and that you, too, can change your life. And if you don't know where to start, always start with your health. Because the health is the ocean that's going to lift up all boats, your finances, your relationships, all this stuff is going to get better because they're all connected to your health. It's been the number one concern forever, and it will always be the number one concern is health. I remember reading the book, um, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie years ago. And there was a, in one of the chapters in there, it talked about where they did a, a survey of a middle America town. And... They spent like, I don't know, $20,000 or $30,000, which back then was like a tremendous amount of money to do a survey. And they went into this middle America town that represented, you know, pretty much all of America right up the middle. And they asked them like 161 questions. What they got when they were trying to identify what was the most important things that people wanted to know about in their lives. Number one was, guess what? 
health. Number two was basically how to win friends and influence people and get along with people. And he was, he was pointing that out to show you how important it was for him to write that book because there wasn't another book like that written at the time. And how important is people want to be able to interact and get along with other people and build relationships and, and manage people and business settings and all this stuff that was in that book. But guess what? That was number two. Number one was health. And it's always going to be health. So I really hope you guys um, enjoy this episode. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a conversation of two, two men that came together, healed themselves, and, um, and just uh, you know, changed their lives. And hopefully we can become an inspiration to you. Enjoy. You want the absolute best for yourself, and you want it to be easy. That's why we created Green 85. It helps with detoxifying the body gently. We're proud it's chemical-free, unlike almost all other supplements you'll find. Bottom line, Green 85 will get you healthier. We look forward to hearing what Green 85 did for you. To get this product and our other amazing products, go to chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. It's another exciting episode with the Health Hero Show. I'm with my good friend, Charles Arnell. We're actually um, on location downtown Portland. And um, today we're going to get into the back back story. Uh, this is an interview that I've been wanting to do for a long time um, with my friend Charles, who actually was the one who inspired my whole journey to get started when he got diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, which is a rare and incurable blood cancer, not too rare, I guess, I don't know, quite a few people have it, and um, uh, decided to go to the Hippocrates Health Institute in Florida, which is a natural detox and nutrition clinic, asked me to go with him for, to support him, and I did, and my life changed, so um, Charles, um, welcome to the show. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, it's really cool to have you here today, bro. Happy to be here. Yeah, I want to get this uh, message out, so I was wanting you to just kind of tell the backstory of like, you know, how your life was going along with your business and, you know, your wife and everything and kids and everything's all good. And then all of a sudden, how did you get, how did you find out about your cancer diagnosis? Sure. Yeah, I was in my early 40s and I was just getting a life insurance exam. I, I got a couple of the tests back and I had slightly elevated blood pressure. Mm -hmm. So I decided to try and lose some weight and get fit because I feel like after having a kid, I maybe slowed down a bit on the health game and got a few tests as a result of trying to get a couple shortcuts to lose some weight and the test showed I had blood problems. And I was completely shocked because I had no symptoms. And from there, sent me on this journey of next thing you know, I go in to lose some weight, I come out with being diagnosed with blood cancer. It was pretty traumatic. Yeah, that was a shocker. Yeah, I mean, I was 40 years old, I had a 12 year old kid and my whole life had changed in just a matter of a week. Yeah. yeah. I remember when you called me and you were like, hey, stop by the office. I want to talk to you about something. And I was thinking maybe you wanted to like plan a fun trip or <laughs> maybe invest in a duplex or something. And then you're like, hey, I got cancer. And I remember vividly looking over to the right in the picture of Judith and, and your son, Charlie, and you. Because every year what he would do is he would like have a um, the new vacation picture of the family on his desk. 
And I was thinking, oh shit, next year there might be just Judith and Charlie because, you know, my experience with cancer was, you know, I lost my grandma and my aunt to cancer and I currently had somebody with cancer in my family and I'd never seen it go well. And you remember, I just lost um, a friend on my baseball team at age 40 to cancer and he went through the chemo and the radiation and, uh, you know, he ended up dying 80 pounds under his weight in the hospital. So it was, I couldn't even recognize it. It was like, it was terrible what happened. So when you dropped that bomb on me, it was like freaky. So, um, and then Charles says, Hey, I'm going to go to this health Institute in Florida. Um, I want to try to heal myself and I want you to go along to support me. And then, um, why did you ask me to go with you? Well, you and I always talk a lot about exercise, health and fitness. And I think you were Mm open-minded and, you know, those are my friend and I don't like to go places alone. (laughs) And, you know, cancer is a very lonely journey, you know, and, you know, it's like you have some kind of demon or monster inside your body. It doesn't really make any noise, but it messes with your brain and your and your being. Yeah. So I just wanted to be supported. You know, yeah. I knew you'd do it. So. Yeah. And what was going through your mind when you got diagnosed? I was in total shock for a while, but I can tell you that I knew of this holistic approach. And I always told myself if I ever get some kind of bad diagnosis of something, you know, other than a car wreck, I would try something dramatic like that first. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I had the time and it wasn't like I was, you know, you know, you had to go to surgery and I think it's blood cancer. It was everywhere. Yeah. So I immediately started making changes and I knew that this place would teach me the why behind the, what I'm doing. Yeah. And so I, I had enough knowledge up front that this was an option. And so I figured why not? And I'm, I'm a doer, you know, I don't, just think about it. I just do it. And so I was scared too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And it was, I really appreciate you going with me too. Yeah, dude. It was my pleasure. So we get to Hippocrates and then what did you experience going through the pro, the, the life transformation program there? Well, started? I had tried to give up different bad foods, you know, sugar, you know, I'd already quit meat, um, cheese and dairy was my last vice. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I got to get rid of it. So I started to start eliminating it. So by the time I got there, I was, I knew what I was getting into, which is a, basically a full living plant-based diet, you know, no sugar, no animal products whatsoever. Yeah. So I, I was mentally ready for it. I remember joking with you, kind of warning you what you're going into. You know, it's a shock for a lot of people because it's yeah. so different than uh, the Western diet. Yeah, most people think it's crazy, but it's like when you really go there and get the education and figure out the why behind what you're doing, you realize that no, actually the people in the West, Western side of things have been somewhat brainwashed. You yeah. Know, it started with maybe their mother not knowing what she's telling the kids or right. then school, then it's your friends, All the food pyramid. The advertisements, you know, you people literally are being marketed to death. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked when they said at the Hippocrates that 60% of the world eats a plant-based diet. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I always liken it to like, you look at nature, the longest living, the strongest, the biggest animals are all vegans. So, you know, when you argue about muscle and protein, if a vegan made the biggest muscles on the planet, that's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. If you argue calcium and bone density and the biggest bone animals are vegans. I yeah. mean, that's without marketing dollars. That's just the way it is. Yeah. I, I, I have to be honest, like when you told me on the plane flight that there was no meat, no dairy, no salt, no sugar, nothing cooked over 115 degrees, I was just like, whoa, yeah. what am I going to eat? I was literally scared. And everyone says, salad. It's, it's, right. It's so but funny. that's what I thought. I was like, well, I'll eat salad. I'm like, Tim, put yourself off to the side. Your friend's got cancer, for God's sakes. you got to be there for them. They probably have salads. 
you had salad bar in high school, so you could probably do this. <laughs> and I, and I, and we, we, we made it. So when did, did you, when we were going through that experience at Hippocrates, um, I remember that one morning vividly when we were just like all amped up after four or five days. But when did you know that you, you might have a chance at, at healing this deal? I think when they taught me what causes cancer and how your body manages cancer and then like you're learning the tools and the techniques to give your body what it needs to put up the biggest defense against cancer. Mm -hmm. And I started realizing, no, this isn't like, it's happening to me because I'm letting it happen. So I need to reverse the, the equation and give my body, you know, don't invite the cancer to win by re removing its yeah. tools, its weapons, you know, the, the oxygen, you know, the sugar, all the, you mix up the, the chemistry. So right, right. And so the education and the mind enlightenment of the whole idea that I can control this you know, and again, I got it early and I had something that wasn't, you know, I, I had a choice that I made in advance where I wasn't like, oh, just give me, give me some drugs. That wasn't, that was, it really wasn't an option at that yeah. time. So it, the enlightenment was actually more important. The, the food and all that stuff is secondary to the mind and just understanding what you have, what the purpose of, of the diet and lifestyle is. Yeah. So what did you get from like Dr. Clement and Anna Maria, Dr. Anna Maria Clement there? For the direction. Just just an education as to the why, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, most people don't get it, you know, like, oh, I've got to drink calcium, otherwise my bones are going to fall apart, you know? That's not the case at all. Or if I don't eat meat, I'll have no protein, I won't have any muscle, I won't, you know, that's just not the case. And so you start realizing, wow, you know, we know so little about our diet and our lifestyle, and literally we get sick and we go to the doctor thinking that some kind of chemical they're going to inject in our system is going to make us better. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like, you know, drugs. Yeah. You know, heroin or something like that. It doesn't, you know, it's a false sense of <laughs> anything, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm a doer. I like to learn and know why I'm doing what I do, but then I just do it because, you know, it's me. Yeah. If I'm gone, that's it. I cease to exist. So yeah. no dad for Charlie. Yeah, exactly. Well, I had a lot of reasons, you know, and I, I always ask people when they say, why'd you do that? It's like, well, cause it's not because I was afraid of dying. I just, I wanted to live. You know, I wanted to live for my kid. I wanted to live out my dreams, you know. I wanted to keep, I wasn't ready. Yeah. Know? And so, yes, I can give up sugar if it means dying. Or I can give up dairy. Or, you know, meat was not really a problem for me because I love animals. But it just, it's like, it's, it was ridiculous the arguments people tell me sometimes of why they need yeah. their ice cream. It's like, well, yeah. there's great vegan ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't know that. Well, but it, but, it, but could you make a switch? You know, is yeah. your life dependent on it? Some people. Because it does. Some people just can't. can't. <laughs> they're just they're just married to their their belief system. Yeah. Did you remember when we were at Hippocrates looking at? Because I did. Like there was a lot of people there that had worked at the institute for 10, 20, 30 years, and they looked 10, 20 years younger than everybody else. Did you do you remember that? Yeah, well, I live with that because, you know, that's my wife. You know, she's always defied age. And I, I, I saw it in person my whole life. And so mm -hmm. that's ultimately how I found out about it in the first place. And I'm really grateful for that. But, yeah. People she was look, already on the program. Yeah, people look better. People age slower. They have more vigor and vitality. You know, and the yeah. whole and the thing about veganism, people think veganism came from the word vegetable. It's actually veganism came from the word vigor and having more vigor. Vigor, energy, crazy. yeah, energy. Yeah, so yeah. people just get it wrong. I mean, they, you know, they, they just they, they they view almost like a vegan diet as a weakness. Mm -hmm. You know, like the the real the hunter killer. You yeah. know, but you know, all carnivores live a very short life. Yeah. So 
that's essentially what happens to you know the average American. Yeah. You know, men, you know, high cholesterol, high fat. They they check out early. Yeah. John so, Wayne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Elvis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, All these people. Drugs and yeah. drugs and food and fat is a drug too. You know. Yeah. Whether it's a, you know, a heroin or a opiate or whatever or something that was a prescription drug, it's, it's still a synthetic. Yeah. And you're you know and you know I mean, it's not going to kill you, but eventually it'll clog you up and something else will kill you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So wow, that was cool. Um. So then we 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 actually came back from uh, Hippocrates. Mm-hmm. And then I thought he was crazy because he said, he goes, um, I want to run a marathon. Do you want to run it with me? Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to prove to myself that this was real and it was a validation. I, I kind of thought, well, if I could run a marathon, which I had never done any real running over two miles before that, you know, maybe three, but I said, how sick can you be if you can, you know, finish a marathon? Mm-hmm. You can't be that sick. So it was more just validation of what I had accomplished. You know, I've lost 30 pounds and. I was feeling really good, and, you know. Yeah. And since blood cancer is one of those things you can't see, it's a liquid tumor; it's everywhere, you know. And 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 too much red blood cells or too many white blood cells or too little can affect your things. I just figured, why not do something super endurance wise to right. see how I feel, you know? Yeah. And it's been great. I've done six since six marathons. So that yeah. this was like crazy because I remember he called me up and he's like, "Yeah, I want to run this marathon, and I want you to run it with me." And I was like, "Uh, how far is that?" <laughs> It's twenty six point two miles. I'm like, like, dude, I'll, I'll go to Hippocrates with you. I'll fly across the state. I'll change my lifestyle. It's all great. I feel I've healed myself. I feel like I'm in high school, college again. But um, you can do that deal on your own. But there was something in the back of my head. My dad was in there, and he was like, "Finish what you start. Finish what you start." He always tells me that, and I was like, "I have to finish this journey with Charles." So I remember calling you up. I don't know if you remember that phone call, but I was like, "Hey, you still gonna run that marathon thing?" And, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, well, um, I'm going to run it with you. Really? That's great because all we do, we train twice a week, and to train, all we do is run, and it's kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of marathon training is the, is before the marathon, you know, so you probably, for yeah. every 26-mile marathon, you run 226 miles. Yeah, yeah. So I remember we what we did is we ended up um, finishing the 2012 Portland Marathon. It was one of the most epic things that ever happened in my life. And I remember crossing the finish line with you and hugging in tears. And we, you know, we completed the journey. We had, here's my friend. He's got cancer. I go with him to this institute. He heals himself. And by default, I end up healing myself of all my gut issues, my blood coming out of my stool, my skin issues, my leaky gut and all that. And um, I just want to tell you, thank you for you, thank you like um, taking charge of your life and looking for options to heal yourself outside of the norm and following, you know, what everybody else is doing that's not working. And that led me to a healthier life and then actually a, a way to get out of my current career as a financial advisor to do what I do now, which is coach people on their health and our products and all that stuff. So um, um, it's been a blessing. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for <sighs> helping to change my life. Thank you for being open-minded. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, I, it's been a, definitely a pleasure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming. I appreciate you. And guys, um, that's it for today. So um, please check in for another um, episode of the Health Hero Show. And again, for those of you in, um, you guys all over the world are joining us now. It's really cool from the UK and Ireland and Switzerland and Iran and Netherlands and New Zealand. Everybody, if I didn't mention your country, well, thank you so much. The folks here in the United States, thank you so much for tuning in. Spread the message, like the video, share them. And um, There's going to be more. And remember, change yourself, change your world. And I'll see you again real soon.
Thanks for listening again to The Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world. And we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.